Hey guys, Maestro here, bringing you episode 175 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about knees over toes programming, giving you a little update on my own progress, and some insider trading secrets to make sure that you guys actually get the most out of this programming. But first, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Five, Three, two... One. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Maestro on the Mic. So today we're going to talk about knees over toes programming. If you've been following me on Instagram, you know that for like the past six plus months, I've been on a journey to deglassify my knees. I actually bought, no, bought, I actually brought Ben Patrick Uh, knees over toes guy onto the podcast that was episode 144 i'll link it in the show notes and that was actually the number one downloaded episode from my show on the mic for 2019 so you guys clearly listened you liked it and actually the number of people that signed up because of that episode or you know because of the social media promoting was unreal. Like Ben and I had become really good friends. And so I see the numbers um, in terms of who signed up. And we had a code for you guys, which is still live, actually, ATG15. Um, I'll also put that in the show notes. And that saves you 15, what is it, 30%? I don't know. It saves you 15 bucks off of the first month's uh, membership fee, which is $50 a month. You can quit at any time. And so if you use that code, it becomes like 35, 50 or something like that. So it's like a no brainer. But so many of you signed up. Uh, last I checked, it was over 50 of you, which is amazing. Um, I know it's actually gone up since then. I checked a while ago. But I see you guys on Instagram tagging me and I love it. Keep doing that. Absolutely love it. But I wanted to hop on, kind of give you a little update about my knees. If you hadn't heard or you know, you're not following me on social media and this is kind of your contact point with me. And then go through a few things that I really want to make sure that you're doing so that you get the most out of this programming. I never, ever, ever, I will never, ever promote something that I don't believe in 100%. And this programming, I believe in more than 100%. I also made sure to do it and and follow it and really think about it before I promoted it to you guys. But that's not just, you know, like a money back guarantee. You still have to like do the stuff and do the thing. So I really want to make sure that you're getting the most out of this programming so that you're not like, uh, my show's full of shit, I did this, and my shit still hurts. So uh, let me go over actually the stuff about you first, and then I'll give you you know my, my little update. So if you guys aren't familiar with News Over Toes programming, if you're still listening to the episode, amazing. Like I said, link to the original episode in uh, the show notes, episode 144. But there's four things that I want you guys to think about or I want you guys to enact and do when it comes to this and really any programming, right? So if you truly want to be successful with knees over toes programming, if you want to have the same level of success that I have had, and, you know, to the point where you're like ready to like 
evangelize this thing. I don't know if that's the right word, but you're ready to go and sing this about this from the rooftops, right? Step number one, you actually have to do it. So it is a low-cost ticket item, and which I find interesting that some of you are so hesitant. It's $50, and I get it. Everyone has different circumstances, but I also know that people are spending way more money on other things, and this is a great investment in yourself. So stop asking me if you should do it and just try it. But step number one is that you have to actually do it. Because of this low cost, for some people, I think maybe they buy it and they just kind of think, oh, you know, I just, no, I'm making steps. You have to actually do the thing. You have to follow the programming, right? You have to actually do the thing if you want to get better at the thing. Who would have thought? Step number two, and this is big, stop doing shit that hurts you. So I had someone reach out and they were like, is this really all that you're doing? Yes, because I want to get better. Right? If, you've always, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Right? If you want something new, you have to change. And change doesn't mean doing more of the same stupid shit that's been breaking you down. In some cases, you know, like, you know, really movement aside, I want to say, it is, you know, you could get by perhaps by doing more. But for the most part, when it comes to movement and pain, doing more of the same shit is going to get you more of the same shit. It's not going to get you something better, right? More plus more is not less. So you have to actually stop doing all that shit that hurts you. I haven't done CrossFit in months. I actually was at the box today and they were doing a partner wad and my squad, Camille and Brenda, they were like, come on, hop in and do it with us. And I was like, "Uh, no, working on deglassifying. So I, I feel like maybe some of you are like, but isn't the point to like be able to do that stuff? Yes, but that's the end goal. And if we start dabbling and dipping the toe in now, it takes that much longer to get to the end goal. So I stopped completely doing CrossFit. I do put it back in a little bit, depending on what the workout is, if I know it's not going to bug me, because I'm not willing to set myself back when I've been making such good progress. I, I did a post on Instagram. There's like a bunch of checkboxes and you know, asking about, are you brave enough to, to actually reach your goals and do the things that are required to reach your goals. And one of those is, you know, stop doing shit that hurts you and to regress so that you can progress. And that's super hard for people. It's super hard. I, I get it as an athlete. Movement is our identity. But if the thing you love is hurting you, you need to pause. Notice I didn't say stop in this case because that like hurts people's feelings. You need to pause, get right no matter how long that takes, and then get back to what you're doing. One of the things that sold me on Ben was the first email that he sent out after you signed up for the for his programming. And basically, you know, just in, in such simple terms, explaining the fact that if your goal is to be better at a sport and play, how can you get better if you can't actually play? How can you get better faster at something if you can't actually put force through the ground because it hurts you? Right? He works with a lot of basketball players, a lot of jumping. And so if you want to be fast, if you want to jump high, you have to be able to put force into the ground. If you can't put force into the ground because it hurts you, you will never get better. All those fast footwork drills and all that other shit, it doesn't do anything for you. All right. So number two, you have to stop doing the shit that hurts you. Number three, dedicate yourself to the program and keep going. Like I said earlier in the episode, I've been doing this programming for a little over six, oh my goodness, I think actually seven months actually at this point. And the time, you know, the time has gone by quite quickly actually. And, you know, there's a quote that I love, never, never avoid doing something because of the time that it will take. That time will pass anyway. 
And I, I love that. So we sit here and we're kind of like, oh, it's going to take so long. Well, guess what? That time's going by anyway. So you might as well be working on something you need to be working on and want to be working on something that's actually getting you towards your goals. So you need to dedicate yourself to this, commit yourself to this and keep going. It's going to take time. I know a bunch of you that are doing the programming and no one's complained to me, which I love. I'm actually just trying to head this off at the pass and just make sure that, you know, get get in front of people. But if you guys have had knee pain, ankle pain, whatever, for years, you should already know that it's not going to take weeks or days for it to go away, right? It's going to probably take years, right? So, you know, one of the things we say in PT or that, I don't know, me and some of my friends say in PT is give yourself at least half the time that you've been injured to get better. So if you've like had symptoms for like 10 years, like you should probably give yourself about five years. And I know that that sucks. And people are like, well, fuck that. Well, that's the reality of it. And maybe you should have taken care of yourself sooner. So let's move, keep, keep this thing moving on. Uh, number four, right, this is the fourth and final kind of step is trust the process and give it time. So this is kind of linked into number three, but I think it's really important because it, it oftentimes is easy for us to get started on things. And we see gains when we get started, first get started. But then we may plateau or you know, get a little bit bored and we kind of dabble in something else or flip side, we get a new program and you'll see with Ben's programming that you, in the beginning, you're going to be like, this is it. Cause there's a lot of mobility work as it, as it should be, right? Get that range of motion first. And you're going to be like, this is too easy. It's not enough. Especially if you're coming from a uh, CrossFit background where you just kind of like smash yourself all the time, or maybe you're an endurance athlete and also you just smash yourself all the time. You're going to be like, this is not enough. But that's part of it, right? Remember, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. So part of that is switching it up and starting to learn that intensity will trump volume, right? And so, you know, especially with CrossFit and endurance sports, it's, it's always easy to do more, do more, do more. How about doing less, but doing it better and getting to the point where you can go harder and then truly earn your rest. So right now I, I have, you know, been programmed specifically for me uh, called the Maestro Menu based on the, my 2020 goals. And I told them I only wanted three days of programming. And, you know, this number four is kind of talking to myself here because when I do it, I'm, some days I'm like, I, I could probably do more, like, you know, in between. And to me, that tells me I need to go harder on the days that I am, things are scheduled and that I'm programmed for. So... Give it time and trust the process. So when while you're in that process, making sure that you're doing what it says and giving 100% at those things instead of kind of falling back into your old ways, right? So the four steps, number one, actually do it. Number two, stop doing shit that hurts you. Number three, dedicate yourself to the program and keep going. Number four, give it time and trust the process. Uh, so those are the, the main four steps. I'm going to keep going. This is going to be a Thursday not so shorty, apparently. But I, I just really been thinking about this. And I want to make sure that you guys get the most out of this and really any programming that you do. So one of the things that I found was really important um, and has been really important with my success in this program is, number one, being really honest with where you're starting. So I did a lot of stuff with goal setting at the end of last year. And this point was actually brought up uh, I think Patricia actually brought this up. So Patricia, thank you. Stealth peeps. Uh, but 
it's really important. You have to take, you know, practice brave with this is be honest with where you're starting. If, yeah, maybe you used to back squat 300 pounds, but if all that you can handle now is 100, you better base your numbers off of that. And if all that you can do cleanly, full range of motion is 100, you need to start there, right? So we got to really be honest with where you're starting. I set some goals uh, for Patrick's step down and being able to do it at body weight with zero compensations, which means I had to regress because I had made some really, really good gains, but I was making some of those gains with compensations. And I was like, you know what? Like, I got to be honest with myself and regress this a little bit uh, and start, you know, back at the beginning or further back and and know, I, I know, trust the process that I, I will get better. A second point here, and Ben really harps on this, and I like this, you know, as a therapist, this is big for me, is follow the rule that he sets of no pain, right? It's not no pain, no gain. It's no pain. Right? We shouldn't be just pushing through pain. Pain is a request for change. Perry Nicholson says it all the time. What do you do? Well, one, reach out to Ben and he will give you a bunch of options. They have the coaches there right back to you, right? I'm not here to promote the program and tell you what it's all about. Sign up for it. You can reach out to him online and talk to him about it. You can go on the website and check it out. But they have, it's one-on-one, right? Your feedback, they look at your form and stuff every day, whatever that you submit stuff. And you can write to them and be like, hey, you can, you, they use WhatsApp, right? But you can go through the actual app that they use also, which is True Coach. And you can write to them and be like, hey, I have pain when I do X, Y, or Z. And they will tell you what to do instead. That is huge for this. Stop trying to just push through. That ties back into stop doing shit that hurts you. I know that most of you, a lot of you are clinicians and you're the worst. If you just push through stuff, you have to know better. Pain is a request for change. Decrease the range of motion. Decrease the resistance. Something. You got to change it. Additionally, one of the things, you know, tying into this whole PT concept, one of the things that's just a little food for thought with this is if you are having some discomfort, which is different than pain, one of the things that I did in the beginning was I used some of my PT tricks uh, to help out and not to make it so I could do something I wasn't supposed to be able to do. But for me, I've had surgery on my left knee, ACL, MCL, meniscus, and it's really difficult for me to quote unquote activate that left quad, kind of find it. So I employed some of my rock tape tactics or tricks, whatever you want to call them, um, and this is where things like cups or floss bands or a hypervolt can be really, really beneficial, right? It's just a way to, it can either, one, impart a novel stimulus to the area where it kind of distracts your, your nervous system and you kind of pay attention to that instead of the other stuff that maybe you're getting, or it helps clue your nervous system in and it makes it easier for you to focus on that area and actually get something out of it and feel it in that area. Because I know for me, when I do step downs, I was like, what's a quad? I, I don't even feel it there. So... That was one of the things I did early on, especially to help me really find the area that I was supposed to be going after. Uh, because, you know, real talk, if it was easy for me to find my quads, my anterior chain, I probably wouldn't need the program in the first place, right? So just think about that, using some of these techniques and strategies that you may have to augment the program, not using it as a way to push through pain, but using it as a way to improve the uh, efficacy of those exercises. The thing I'm doing now, actually, I, I've stopped with the pods and floss band, like my, my knee feels fine when I do my reverse dead mill or when I do my sled drags. Side note, for those of you that have tried this or are going to, sled drags are no joke, right? Start light. Um, but one of the things I do now, and I put a video up on it, and I'll actually link it in the show notes, is I use a rock tape flex band. I'm not even sure what they're called. Rock flex band, rock band flex, I don't know. 
Um, and I'm using it kind of as a uh, reciprocal inhibition kind of technique where I'm working on working on like that pancake stretch and that gives me a lot of adductor sensation. And so I put the band around, I push into the band with both legs, you know, kind of quote unquote activating those glutes, which decreases the neural tension that I feel in my adductor. So utilize your additional skill set to make these exercises more effective. All right, that was a lot. I I really got into that. Uh, That's all I'm going to give you. But I really wanted with this episode to just get ahead, um, get ahead of the curve, because I see a lot of you doing knees over toes programming, uh, or you're thinking about it, some of you writing to me. And let this also be a lesson to you guys, how I say once is never. I've been talking about Ben for months now, and I've been posting about my knees over toes journey for months. And I still get people writing to me today being like, what's this about? Do you really like it? Right. So if you are on the flip side of that and you're trying to promote something or talk about something, understand that you have to talk about it a lot. And even then, you're still going to have, you know, people within that bell curve that are on the tail end or in the middle that are not those early adopters. And as such, you got to keep talking about it and they're going to come with questions and they're going to have, you know, that hesitance, hesitancy, hesitation uh, to doing stuff. So lots of lessons here. But my goal, like I said, was to get ahead of things. And if you are doing knees over toes training, you started it, just give you some insight and some tips here so that you actually get the most out of it. I 100% believe in this programming. My knees feel so much better. My range of motion is so much better. I'm able to do things that I, quite frankly, didn't really think I'd ever be able to do. Now, this is not a, you know, a magical thing where I've kind of just like thought about it and then I was better. I put in the work. This is all that I'm doing. I'm following the programming to a T, whether I'm traveling or at home. I'm using some of my PT stuff uh, to help out with any kind of recovery, help out with kind of different sensations while I'm doing the drills. And, you know, I've really committed myself to it. Uh, I know that this is going to be a long journey because, like I said earlier, you know, give yourself at least half, half the time that you've been injured or whatever you want to call it. And I've had this kind of stuff going on for almost my my whole life, honestly. I asked my mom the other day, actually, for a picture of me kneeling down or, like, sitting on my, my knees as a kid, and she could not produce a single picture. I, I, I really don't remember ever being able to, like, kneel down and, like, be in that kind of, like, camel, I don't know what it's really called, a camel position. Like, child's pose is not comfortable. Um, I have like a hard end feel when it comes to knee flexion. So I know that this is going to take a long time, but I've also seen so many gains within this time and I feel better and I'm able to do more and I drink the Kool-Aid a little bit more and a little bit more each day because it starts to make sense. And I'm like, yeah, I see how this can and will help me run faster or jump higher. I went for a run the other day and I was like, my shit doesn't hurt. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, there are still some days where you're like, ah, that doesn't feel as good, but those are few and far between, and the recovery is so much faster. I played volleyball when I was in Mexico, and I was a little bit sore afterwards, but that usually would have laid me out, right? I would have been done, super swollen, and, you know, it passed. And it's just like, it's such an empowering feeling. It gives you so much hope, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get better, and it's going to take work, but I'm going to get better. And I want that for each and every one of you. So if you've been thinking about doing News Over Toes programming, I strongly recommend it. If you are are already doing News Over Toes programming, I commend you and I encourage you to stick 
with it. All right, remember those four steps that I that I gave you earlier. And if you have any questions, hit up Ben, not me. This is, you know, it is another lesson in business, but I can't tell you if it's going to work for you. The only person who can tell you if it's going to work for you is you, right? Not even Ben or anyone, because they can tell you like, yeah, I think this could help. But if you don't follow those steps, like if you don't actually do the thing, if you don't actually want to get better, if you don't actually stick with it, nothing's going to change, right? Okay, going to officially wrap it up on this Thursday, not so shorty. All of the links are in the show notes, right? That code is ATG15, the number one, five, save yourself some monies. Not going to ask for anything in particular today, just here to give out some knowledge and, and hopefully help you guys out. Right? That's what it's all about. A rising tide raises all of them ships. Alrighty, friend, that's all I got for you. Until next time, homies, maestro. Maestro.